Well, the warmer weather really does make you just want to get out and shine, right? It's such a mood booster. So let's work with that energy and add renewed confidence with a little help from the Skin Center. It's Abby, and we can say goodbye to that winter dullness with a Diamond Glow facial or try the go-to anti-aging skincare treatment, microneedling, which stimulates collagen. Just DM Skin Center MD on Instagram or give them a call and mention the promo code Abby. You'll get $50 off your next skincare treatment. The Skin Center. Pittsburgh's number one med spa. I'm Dr. Laurie Santos. I'm a psychology professor at Yale, and I started to notice that a lot of my students weren't all that happy. So I created a new class. Welcome, everybody, to Psychology and the Good Life. It became the biggest class in the history of Yale. I'm a little bit surprised to see as many of you are here as are here, but that's great. But it's not just my students who need to understand the science of well-being. And that's why we launched the Happiness Lab, so you can learn about it, too. Are you ready to feel happier? Head to the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you like to listen. Oh, 20 Day Fiance. Hello, I am the originator of the Buy 5 to Save 5 coupon deal uh, at Walmart. Um, it was actually a marketing sort of... Uh, how do I say this? Like a, like a, a marketing tool uh, that I created. Promotion. Uh, promotion. Rainy, if you it's a will. promotion. Well, well, it's literal. It's alliterative. You know, buy five, save five. That's actually not alliterative in, ter- in terms of there's five. You just keep saying five. Just keep saying five. Buy five and you save five, Karini, and you buy. And you th- get five and then another super, five, Karini. Is it, what is it down there? Super or Wolverine or Spider Man? What? <laughs> what is the setting on that Brigina? What's your Brigina set to? Is it like a, like a big cup on a Keurig? What, what? Are we talking Universal Backlot Studio Tour and it's that part in that uh, Mexican town where they shot Three Amigos <laughs> and the flash flood comes through? <laughs> but blood? Um, anyway, that was something I did. Yes, thank you so much. I'm Sophia Alexandra. Um, so honored to be here with you. Mm. Uh, hello, mm. I am um, the first person to put you know, like glue on your hands and wait for it to dry before you peel it off. <laughs> yeah, I invented that shit. I am Miles Gray. You can't invent that shit. How Bitch, did you invent that? How shit? did I then? How prove? Where's your Where's your documentation? I can where's prove your I was documentation in, that I didn't. That's not. You know, no, no, no. That's my not honor, how it works. My no, honor. No, 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 I no, believe no. I that to, there's no way you can disprove that I. No, I don't have to prove the non-existence of something. That's that's a fallacy. Okay, now that it's actually the onus is on you to demonstrate to me how that. Do you have a photo? Like how how do you flex? Do you want to live in a world where you can't believe that someone like me could invent something like that? That someone's ego could get in the way and they would become frivolous with the lies they tell in a way to try and make friends and look cool in front of people? I don't know. I'm sorry. If you become friends with me because I invented putting glue on your hands and peeling it off, that's on you, bro. That is not on me. But I was telling people I knew the person who's the first person to ever do that. And now I look stupid. I trusted you. I trusted you. Uh, anyway, welcome to the show, 420 Day Fiance. A podcast where we talk about our favorite reality show, 90 Day Fiance, and all of its various iterations. This one is Happily Ever After. Yes. And what's that ep? 
uh, season four, episode seven, the best mistake of my life. But just an emergency announcement. Um, if you have not seen the video by at Brian Monarch, I think it's on Instagram where there is a deep fake of baby girl Lisa and Usman, except it's uh, Trump and Kanye West. Please watch it and welcome to my nightmare hellscape. Um, thank you. Yeah, Actually, he introduced me to it right right before we recorded, and it did not disappoint. Yeah, so it will haunt my waking. Yes, please, please be on alert. Okay, it's a it's it's real. It's serious. Um, hi, how are you, Sophia? Like we don't ever really, people don't know that we actually are are friends, and we <laughs> talk. No, we spend hours a week talking about nothing. What do you mean? Oh, you mean off mic? Yeah, for sure. No, I'm saying like that's you mean this the whole show? concept behind Seinfeld and we just do that <laughs> shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> we just do Zoom calls where we pretend like what if Zoom was like Seinfeld? It's like go there. This is the second Seinfeld ref because we recorded our promos yesterday where <laughs> Oh yeah. <laughs> for what for is- no reason <laughs> I said, who are these people? Did you like Jerry Seinfeld as a stand up or you liked the show? Did you like the show? Yes, I like the show. Yeah. Um, I thought he was the weakest part of it because he always I, broke. He was always like ruining everything. I was stunned to find out he was actually a stand-up comedian later on. I didn't know he was a... I thought he was just Wait, this guy on Seinfeld. So did you think that in the beginning of the episodes when he's doing stand-up that he's like pretending to do it? Yeah, that's like his character. That's like like his day job. And Fair it's like enough. A cool, it's a cool way to show like his job. Yeah, it's never great of, jokes in that part no. anyway. Um, so. Well, I mean, early on, it's like, you know, that like very early observational humor shit. Like for a child, it's like, you're like, damn, dude, that shit's hidden, bro. When you're 12, that shit slaps. Yeah, because you're like, whoa, have you actually thought? It's like so simple. It's right there. The whole thing. Like, why uh. is great nu- grape nuts without grapes or nuts? He nailed it. Uh, can we just, should we get a Seinfeld joke tatted? <laughs> Um, no, I'm getting his face right above my pussy. I just want people oh <laughs> my to go down God. on me on the way down there to make out with Jerry Seinfeld. Oh, finish her. <laughs> I, FYI, would never do that because he fucking dated a teenager when he was a grown ass man in his 30s. And I will never forgive him for that. You know, there's no such thing. As fun for the whole family. <laughs> what is that a defense for? I don't even know. Is that like a like someone who got ads, caught say, doing incest with the fam? Like family? Where? That's it's family. It's fun for the whole family. I don't know any activity. You got a baby. The baby doesn't like art. Uh. <laughs> what about the baby? Sometimes the road less traveled is less traveled for a reason. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It kind of sucks Kramer turned out to be the racist, huh? Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying, but at the end of the day, you can never be too surprised. Never be surprised that the people aren't the characters are actually regular fucking people at the end of the day. No, no, no. I just mean it would have been cleaner and better if it was Jerry. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, the weakest I, part of the show, if then you found out he was the racist, that would have been great. Yeah. Yeah. Some people think Jerry's the best that. part. Ew. And, 
Whatever. This isn't a fucking Seinfeld podcast. Let's get the isn't brass it? tacks. <laughs> it's about getting high and talking about 90 day trash. And we need to get into this because my God, this is, I think, you know how, Sophia, we love, we love a certain, a certain thing. Now I just need to get my, the algorithm warmed up. Let me get my notepad get ready just to up. take. Get it every, I hope up. everybody's taking diligent notes at home because this is part game show, half recap show. The algorithm will award points based on, you know, the hours of information data that we have fed it to create this sophisticated scoring system now i just want to say our first couple libby and andre we're starting to the beginning was teased in the trailers something's going on but now it looks like andre may might have an actual secret what is that going to be uh and also to the concept of secrets um that yeah is, we're just big fans that's, 45,000 points. Um, yeah, just, just secrets are secrets. fantastic. It's just, it makes for great TV. So we'll get to what that actual secret might be. But for now, let's talk about what actually happened. They go to pick up um, her dad and brother, Chuck and Charlie. <laughs> I wish those were fake names. But Chuck and I Charlie, mean, but isn't, man. But also Chuck is... It's Charles, Charles. and Charles Jr., I'm sure. Yeah, essentially. You know? Or Charles the Third. How ooh, or how make him make him a Chaz. Let's go crazy, you know? Let's Chaz, do a that's Charles more like and a Chaz. European. Chaz. Do they do that? No, that's more I like don't UK. Think so. Okay. Well, we'll leave it there. Sounds like a Sinjin thing to say. Oh yeah. 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 Oh yeah. His mate's his mate Chazzy. So they go to pick him up. Um, and Andre is like, you know, for people who have never left Florida really ever. Uh, looking at a former Soviet country may be a bit of a shock to them. I was like, oh, that's actually a reasonable way to uh, describe that. Um, and so they get off the plane, and I'm like, I'm curious to see what what's their first impressions. And they're just like, they lost our bags. <laughs> they lost our bags. We have nothing. I've never. <laughs> they, I don't know what to do. No bags, no suitcases. So I got to say, you pretty much never check a bag if you're going internationally. I mean, unless like you're going for such a long time and you need so many outfit changes, that's just like a dumb move. Oh, wow. You never check internationally? Nah, if I can help it, I never check, period. Wow. Yeah. You never check. You never check a bag. (laughs) (laughs) Why do they call it checking? (laughs) Then I never see it again. Oh, do you, get don't to, you don't get to check on it in the middle of the flight. <laughs> <laughs> so who's checking it? <laughs> we need a system of checks and balances on the check in the bags. What are we doing? Check, please. <laughs> oh my, what the fuck? <laughs> um, so we are a disgrace. We honestly, just lost all of the people <laughs> yes yeah. just minus three million points actually honestly i, I want to just did welcome, i just got get canceled uh, yeah this? i welcome our newest <laughs> resident of cancelvania joining me down here in cancelvania sophia alexandra everybody I prefer it if you refer to it as seinfeldvania from now on <laughs> what do you mean canceled it's not a TV show. It's a person. <laughs> so what happens when you die? You don't get a rerun. How can you be canceled? 
<laughs> Jews don't believe in heaven. That's the ultimate cancellation. <laughs> <laughs> what was that voice? You sounded like a I Dracula I count. I forgot in the yeah. middle what Jerry right, Seinfeld anyway, whatever. sounded like. It's a trash podcast. Welcome, everybody. As we Miles, indulge. you're the impressions guy. I'm just out here. <laughs> the B-grade impressions guy, yeah. Uh, so Charlie uh, doesn't like the weather. That's another thing he doesn't like about moldova Uh, it's just cold and dreary he's like it's definitely not tampa (laughs) that's for sure yeah Uh, seattle and shit doesn't exist like what are you even talking about well you know you just like the sun you know it's about that sun we have it's like one of those places where like 350 days are sunny that's also that's a pretty good um selling point i mean that's what i do like about I mean, we live in LA. I, who's? I mean, I'm We're not spoiled. begrudging you know anybody wanting do. a sunny time. Um, I do feel like uh, there is absolutely no reason to dog Moldova without being there for any length of time first. Well, I think least. it's also a taste of like I'm going to compare everything to Tampa going forth. Just so you know, I'm getting that out of the way. Chuck was like, "Yeah, the German airport was like huge, man. I had to walk like five miles." And then Andre got a little like defensive and sad. He was like, "Yeah, and like this country's like struggling. There's only like two and a half million people, dude." So I was like, "Yeah, the airport's going to be smaller." But it was interesting to see him kind of have this moment where he felt he almost seemed vulnerable. Uh, when it was, he was like the only time it. you've seen him be real, where he actually yeah. said like a fact without being like condescending or shitty or embellishing or doing something like weird he was just mm-hmm. like actually here's some background so you don't feel so fucking imperialistic right. when you're up in this bitch well they start driving back to the house for like a welcome dinner and they start talking about like you know moldova life there the driving what's it like getting pulled over what do you do you get pulled over in moldova what are you gonna do <laughs> And they say, look, you bribe them, and then you can keep it moving. And they're like, whoa, so, like, you can get pulled over and, like, bribe them, and then, like, yeah, like, go? Like, whoa, all right, all right. And then, like, they're, you know, just kind of playing around with that. And then we find out Andre was a police officer. But Um, I also want to say really quickly, mm -hmm. as someone from who grew up in the USSR and then Ukraine, I just want to say that uh, the whole system functions on bribes essentially that is what shit is like when um things are nationalized yeah if you think rich people or people greasing the wheels doesn't exist like here it's just like here what it is is a ppo you know yeah that's what that looks like that are you the difference between an hmo and a ppo there it's like you have to slide the doctor like uh, a bottle of vodka or some cash or something if you want him to like take extra good care of your mom see and that's why you don't vote for joe biden okay because that's what's (laughs) gonna happen exactly print that but it's true and i think it's also the the idea that it's novel it just shows you how like sort of blind people can be to sort of like how that same sort of uh, secondary economy operates in at every in every place on earth and then just to act that like um there is no system that like very much favors people who have money in america is like uh, that's crazy. not true that's not true first of all please stop lying um <laughs> because i don't know if you know this Lori laughlin and massimo their daughters got into usc because they're actually legit rowers and like please watch your mouth okay <laughs> so i'm not okay like it's pains me to say this but like shut the fuck up <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, the shit is just wild where, like, people don't see the bias and the, like, fucked upness in their own culture. And then they can just point big holes in someone else's. And it's like, dog, if you think that, you know, the privilege doesn't exist there, it's just like, because it's not bribes, it's different. Yeah. In this instance, you are talking to an actual dog. Um, And I do want to say... I just thought of this. You know Luann, the Countess Luann from Real Housewives of New York? She no. had a, well, she had a song that said Money Can't Buy You Class. And that applies to also the daughters of Massimo and Lori Laughlin, Laughlin in the sense of it's college classes. And I just want to say that's such that, a that's boner called, for her when I was young. It's that's called low hanging fruit uh, joke. And it doesn't matter. I'm in Cancelvania. I just ignored you. So I, know. I was like, that's fine. I'll save you your dignity. Hmm. I wish I had some intact still, but I don't. Anyway, so Andrea was a cop, and... That's bearing the lead. We should have started there. What the fuck? We already knew something was wrong with him, mm-hmm. and this is why. He was a police officer, but, you know, he was he worked in the office, like, as a detective. Okay. And so the department was like mistreating people and like everything sucks so um, he left and that's why he took off for ireland that was sort of the logic he presented as to why he's switched careers and then left the country and chuck you know he's on but then later he also said that it's because he wasn't making a lot of money yes he made 200 euros a month month. exactly and he's like i didn't want to do that job anymore and big chuck he's like hold the fuck up because I think this man has a secret. Mm-hmm. What is his secret? We don't know. We don't know. Do but you want to guess? He's getting defensive. Um. Hmm. I think he he must have killed somebody. <laughs> I don't know why my I mind's mean, going there. I, I think wish, it's something because th- then he would actually like maybe have a chance of getting like. Any kind of reckoning for who he is as a person. Okay, but well, I, I guess you have to think, think. Why do you? I don't think that that's what what uh he does. He's not into reckoning. I yeah. do feel like the secret maybe, and this might be too much, but he must have committed some fucked up shit on the job for him to actually need to flee flee yeah that's the thing why would why would you flee and you can't fix your own problems like with the legal system while you're being a cop oh you know what it was you know what i mean then you must have fucked some shit up you know what it is he is probably was probably just taking wild bribes like he was just so corrupt that he probably would have like probably an investigation began and he bounced and maybe there's like some statute of limitations where like he bounced just in time where no charges were brought. But like he did it, you know, he it was like he did it in a way where it was like, yo, if I stayed any longer, I would have had charges. Like I had to get the fuck out. And that's the only way I would avoid like there's the only way I can come back down the road is if I don't have any charges. I don't know. That's one thing. Because I think the I, way he also I thinks think about. I think he's been violent. There's that too. The other reason I just think of the bribe thing is because. He's already demonstrated he's not really interested in working. And he also has like this idea of like has this really bizarre concept of money and like who owes what and why he should or shouldn't be doing something and why like this person has more. Therefore, da, da, da. So, I mean, it could be part of a whole package. It could be everything. All of the above. 
So Yeah, oh, I definitely didn't think that like, you know, being violent was the only thing. I was like, oh, for sure it's also money or, and whatever. Does it have anything to do with him actually being a police? Does it have anything to do with something in his personal life that occurred that might not be necessarily some kind of legal thing, but another reason why you would flee? Like, like what? I don't know, like on some coward shit, like, you know. Like he got someone pregnant or exactly some shit? Exactly. Bounced on him. Um, Maybe some other thing happened, like outside of like the context of, you know, like as I said, a cop, maybe just on whatever his life was about. There could be something He's there. so repulsive to me. Yeah. I'm sorry if anybody was having sex with him. Um, yeah, there we know at least one person. No, I know, but like Libby, we've already been like, I don't know. She already knows what this is, and the, I don't know. Yeah. So Libby, she's sort of under the impression that he left because his cousin just offered him a job in Ireland, and that's like that's sort of where she knows the story to end, and she's accepted that. And she's sort of like, my dad and my brother like need to back off, which I think to a certain extent, like they could they can they can be easier with it. Like they can figure out a way to get their answers without being so like heavy handed. But disagree. also like hard disagree. Okay. There's nothing that at this point I can see Andre doing that would redeem how what a horrible misogynist and entitled person he is and how terribly he's treated her and the family so at this point i'm like i there's nothing that i could find out at this point about andre that would be make me be like oh i understand no he's clearly a piece of shit even his brother and his dad who grew up in the same uh patriarchal society are nicer and better people he is truly the worst i hate him so what i mean is like not that they don't deserve to get to the bottom of it i'm more talking like in a hostage negotiator way of like that's not the way they're gonna get him to like respond to anything like i think there's a way for that to i don't know because i look at him and i'm like i bet i could get in this motherfucker's head and just like no see that's how abusers make you feel that like you just ha- can crack the combination, right? They're they're like once it's like we're safe, we're complicated, but once you crack the combination, you got it. And it's like no, they make you feel like that, and it's a fucking manipulative tactic. You shouldn't be like a way you have to approach your husband to get him to tell you something that he would have already should have told you as just a fact that you need to know about him as a person mm-hmm. before you fucking get married. So there's, to me, nothing you can say at this point other than like, hey, I've been oh. hiding this from you. What I've been hiding from you is this, because I was embarrassed. I got had to bounce because blah, 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 blah. That's the only thing at this point that would make me even for a second be like, he's not the worst oh, no, person no, no. in the world. There, to me, there's no redeeming him. So I'm not saying, I'm not out here, like, I'm not... Uh, an andre truther uh because the truth is just that he's a piece of shit so uh i think it was just more i'm thinking just conversationally tactically but yes to your point that is 100 true there's he's fully been disgraced from you know reasonable people earth uh reasonable people society years ago and i don't even know there's even if he said that there's just so much about him that he's done and said and they've allowed him to do that at a certain point, I'm also just so angry at them for being like, why are you letting this dude still do this to y'all? He is like so verifiably such a lost cause. But ugh, the do whole you remember at the beginning stinks. of the trip when like they're driving and he's driving stick and she's like, oh, Andre, I baby, yeah. I love it when he drives stick. 
That's the kind of shit that you would think, right? That's how you would want to approach him, right? In terms of what you're saying. No, 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 not even like that. His response right after that was to be like, this is how things are in Moldova, okay? Women, garbage. Men, we sit on top. We piss on the garbage. Like, I I don't... No, I'm not talking about, like, accommodating his ego and how you speak to him. I'm just saying in the sense that, like, they are they got confrontational about it very quickly versus like it's also easy like with someone's ego is you can also get them to tell you things like just if you're trying to figure something out i'm purely talking like rhetorically and it's not even to say that like heavy hand like they got to be nicer to him about it i would just start being like yeah get the momentum going about other conversations just see what you can do get him to get his guard down a little bit to understand where that's going and i think even when I say this, I'm like indulging a fucking fantasy yeah, where I'm, I'm like, a detective. I'm like, I think you're not even believing what you're saying when you're saying <laughs> No, I'm saying, th- and this is all in the context of like, man, like, let me, like, I'm thinking like a fucking detective. I'm like, I want to fucking talk to this motherfucker real quick and f- figure this out. Okay, you're not out. Elliot Stabler. You're not cracking him. Okay. Who's Elliot Stabler? Are you fucking kidding me? Do no. you not watch Law and Order SVU? No. Oh, we should end this friendship and this podcast. All right. Christopher Maloney, Elliot Stabler. Oh, he that's his character. I'm fucking talking about. I mean, I know that. I know that. I know what it is. Uh, Elliot Stabler. Yeah. Shout out to him. Uh, you know, I, I wish I, I'm sorry to that man, but I do not know. Who, I do not know who he is. My cats are named Benson and Stabler after the detectives on that show. And my dog is named Munch after another detective. Munchausen by show. proxy. <laughs> no, after Richard oh. Belzer's character. Oh. <laughs> I thought you were just really into the yeah, act like, or whatever. I love it when mothers use their children. <laughs> She's sick. I'm telling you, Doc. Uh, okay, let's, let's, just, take, a let's take a break. Yeah, we'll be right back. Good afternoon. Would you like to try a free sample of our double fudge brownie? Oh, sure. Mmm, that's very good. I- I'll just take one more, just to be sure. Yep, still very good. Some things never change, like never being able to take just one free sample. And Geico saving folks lots of money on their car insurance. Mmm, is that macadamia nut I taste? Let me take one more. Sir, mm. yeah, I thought so. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Is that Shakespeare? Nope, it's Geico. Uh, yeah, 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 that's Shakespeare from one of his unpublished works. Oh, it be not for awakening. Nay, give it thou the berries. For fifteen minutes could save you fifteen percent or more. No, it's from Geico, cause they help save people money. Well, I hate to break it to you, but Geico got it from Shakespeare. Geico. Fifteen minutes could save you fifteen percent or more. America's so fucking tight. And we're back. America, so America. Uh, Fantastic. I just want to get to one, the one fucking nice part about this entire fiasco watching this couple was that we got to see one of the fucking most legendary spreads Spreads. I have ever seen. Oh my God. (laughs) It was, um, yeah. Fuck. That was so beautiful. mm, Your girl got. I got it, the vapors when I was watching that shit. No, you were just hitting your vape pen. But that <laughs> spread reminded me of uh, the, a little princess 
uh, that movie where like they're up in the attic and she's like, you just got to envision the feast like on the table. You know what I'm talking about? I don't know about No Little Princess. What the Disney that? film about the little girl and like her dad went to war and like really left her at like an orphanage. It's called A Little Princess. And oh, like, like he Aladdin. went to war and know. like at first the like Lion it's like a King. it's like a rich kid. She's like a rich kid. It's not a, it's not animated. It's live action. And she's like in this orphanage and then her dad dies and like, oh, you ain't got money anymore to pay for this. So you got to go live with the black girl, Sarah. Or no, no, no she was Sarah. Uh, you got to live with the other girl upstairs. Shout out to my homegirl, Vanessa, who plays uh, her in the film, the black girl who lives upstairs. And anyway, they, they don't have What's like Vanessa's fo- last name. Vanessa Lee Chester. Vanessa Chester. Yeah. She was also in Jurassic Park, The Lost World. Okay. Dope. Uh, shout out to all the young young actors from the Valley. But in the movie, there's a part where they're like envisioning this like giant feast because they don't really have shit on their table. And then like all the shit is on the table. And they're like, whoa, I'm tripping. They got cupcakes. All this other shit. I just love scenes like that in movies like Jurassic Park. I also remember that when they come inside the visitor center after getting electrified and shit. Uh, and they Yo, eat all that ice cream. Seen- um, those posts of the um food being made and like served in Miyazaki movies, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it's so appetizing. Uh. That shit is animated, and every time I watch it, I'm like, I am salivating. It looks oh. so homey yes. and just mm, so food, so foody. It just feels like it's food for your soul. Anyway, so this spread again. We love food. God, you know just- what? Plus. Plus hundred million dollars, dollars. I can't. I can't cash that. Plus one hundred million points mm-hmm. to food. Okay, to spreads. Spreads. But the the food spreads, yeah, specifically. Um, and also to homemade his mother, wine. His mother, his family, his homemade father. Homemade wine. But really, are you kidding me? From a forty year old vineyard Oof. that Andre's dad and grandpa and whatever have been tending. Are you kidding me? He yeah. made he harvested the grapes, the dad, and made the wine with his own damn hands. Uh, the pastries were beautiful. And Ground Chuck is like things. I saw Olivier also, if you know, uh, it's like a Russian oh, potato salad. salad. Yeah. Ooh, that shit looked good. But Chuck is even blown the fuck away by it. He's like, holy shit. And then he also realizes this is not Tampa, honey. She didn't go to the store and buy everything. A lot of that shit was made in the home right there. And he's like, I mean, uh, look look at all the love and the effort. I in love that, Chuck. Can we in say, that tiny little give, kitchen? Can we give big Chuck a big ups? Because he's fucking dope. He gets, that's 500K up Chuck. to Chuck. Up Chuck. Um, I'm, I'm torn on Chuck. I mean, he, he does what he has to do. I feel like he put a bad taste in my mouth like previous seasons ago about something. But at the end of the day, uh, in this, in in this instance, yes, we are all Chuck and I shout out to him for actually understanding what that was. And yeah, that whole thing was like, it's not, it's not just like a couple things you buy and then you get catering from your favorite chain restaurant and they bring it in like serving trays this is someone put actual time into that's what is so beautiful about food my god it's, that's my love language honestly you said Truly. it amen i'm with you i it's love food. a russian spread um it's it's cool that so much of it you can make at your house i love i love a good spread and i love that um this time not only did we have chuck appreciate 
the food, but appreciate the time that went into it and the fact that it was made in, in a tiny kitchen, which is way more than Andre would ever fucking give anyone credit for. Mm-hmm. So uh, I, I like it when Big Chuck speaks from the heart. I think it's adorable. And um, now we get into Jobgate. Yeah. This is great. Or as I call it, the emasculation station. <laughs> they go, they start light with some light work, some body punches on Andre. You know, the, <laughs> the bell rung and they the, the boxers touch gloves. And then, you know, his the real first big blow was when his sister-in-law is like, Chuck, um, like, can you find this man a job? Um, you know, because it's really not normal for the man to be at home and just not working. And Chuck is like, yeah, you know what? We have offered him jobs many, many times, actually. And he well, says what, no. How it happens is the reason she brings that up is she thinks she's defending Andre because at this point, right. they've brought up, hey, so Libby's working. You're not working. And he's like, yeah, that's what Libby wanted. And Libby's like, actually, I thought it was temporary and I want him to get a job. And everyone's like, oh, and then mm. trying to be on Andre's, Andre's side, the sister-in-law goes, oh, well, then can you help him find a job? And then they go, yeah, we've actually tried to give him a couple jobs. And then that's when all hell breaks loose and everybody is on the same page of being against Andre. Yeah, because the way Chuck explains it, he's like, yeah, but the thing is, he didn't want the jobs because he thought I would just hold it over his head and control him. So then, therefore, he couldn't take the job from me. And everyone's sort of like, what the fuck? Yeah, like, they just looked weird. What? And he's like, yeah, he thought that he would be under my thumb. And I'm like, oh, don't say don't say an idiom. That doesn't translate yeah. well. Um, but he said that and he was like, yeah, and you didn't want that. And I told him it's because of his pride. And then yeah. you can see the whole family being like, oh, 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 this changes things. Yeah, this changes a lot. And then he starts being uh, he goes on the war path and he's sort of like, well, this is the thing. Like, Libby, you said you like. Obviously, you got to work. This is what you wanted. Yeah, Libby, you, you said, trust you me. You said this is what you wanted. Uh, someone has to stay home with baby. So mm-hmm. I stay home, raise the baby. That's why I don't work. It's That's like, why. And she was like, what do you? Mm, well, no, nah, like I've also said, like, it can't just be me. Like, we both need to be working. And then he's like, well, then why would you get married a second time if you don't like what the situation is? Because you know what it was when he, when he signed up. Okay. And she goes, oh, I'm totally fine not getting married a second time if you yeah. fucking press me. How about that? How about that shit? And How you like them apples? I just it dropped was, the mic, bitch. It, when it was bad. Like, at that point, everyone was like, ooh. And they're like, all right, let's not really get that. And poor Stefan, his father, he's just so dejected and saddened at, like, what's going on. Like, realizing, oh, my son ain't shit. Um, he's really... He's really, he really, really isn't shit. And reason, and the mother of my grandchild uh, has a reasonable, uh, he's, it's, she's very reasonably upset at him. And I would be too. And this is the state of things. My God. My God. It's wild because I think he would have you believe, Andre, that like, oh, it's all the cultural differences are why you don't like me. But mm-hmm. the thing is, we've met the rest of your family, dude. 
And even right. though they're part of the same culture and have like certain, you know, uh, patriarchal views or whatever, they are still not assholes like you. Yeah. Your dad is still a way better man. Your fucking brother is a better man. Like, yeah. how do you explain just being a piece of shit outside the culture? You know? Right. I mean, it is what it is. Uh, and then Andrea's like, yeah, I mean, she's being very unstable. You know, I mean, maybe it's her fucking hormones or something. I don't know. Like, what He actually says fuck? it's either her hormones or she's being dumb. That is when I would divorce you. If I heard you say that so shit about me, ridiculous. that is when I would be like, oh, okay, I'm taking your fucking baby and leaving. Yo, she's being dumb. That's some shit. Uh, that's some shit like people freshman year of high school in a relationship say. That's like a freshman year high school fight. That's like how boys talk. Who have no idea. I'd be like, that's what, yeah. She's being too. Uh. All right, anyway, let's move on to. Yeah. Uh, a couple that makes Colty. me even less horny. Uh, Jess and Colt, Colt 45. They're going to a party. Ooh. Dude, man, shout out to the B-52s. Um, <laughs> they are, yeah, let me just get, give them one. Just, uh, just a cool million points to them. That's a rock lobster bonus. Dude. Uh, RLP. Down, 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 down. If you see a faded sign at the side of the road that says 16 miles to the left. Dude, that could just be a cover. They'll be like, is that Fred on the podcast? <laughs> I always thought that shit was so funny as a kid. I'm like, why is he talking like that? Like, that's the I guy's know, not it's even really singing. it's really fun. It's like announcer voice. Do you really care? We're talking about Jess and Colt down in Brazil going to a party. Her family's stoked to meet this guy. They're having Drinking beers. alcohol all together. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we need to go back to Seinfeld. Why are you going down there? Colt, why are you dressed like that? You look like someone who scams Bitcoin. Who doesn't like feijoada? Who doesn't like powdered queijo? Uh, so the house is really nice that they're at. There's Hans, who's like, obrigado, or uh, saying hello. Uh, and then I'm Hans, and there's Giselle and Gilma and Silvio, and the whole crew's there, and everybody's doing their nice cheek to cheek kisses. And like, oh, that's right, we're down in Brazil. You got to do a little cheek to cheek. And dude, <laughs> Gold meets her dad. He tried to go in for the kiss. He like for a second was like, "Do I kiss this?" Like, what the fuck? It was so hilarious to watch because <laughs> he was so confused. And Silvio was like, "What the fuck is up with this?" <laughs> <laughs> I was really, really that that gave me like a nice moment um of just respite uh from it all. And then Debbie got a little hot off her kiss from Silvio, and then she's like, he's weird. Which was I don't know what was going on with her. Uh so I just want to point out in the beginning, they're eating chicken hearts, which is one of my favorite things. I to fucking eat. love chicken hearts. Chicken hearts are I order that always at the Izakaya. That is the shit. Yeah, I mean, chicken hearts, when you, they're the best part of the chicken. I'm not joking. I love chicken, but there's only one heart, you know? That's a fact, okay? That's just a fact. And when you eat that thing and it's grilled perfectly, little light salt. A little caramelized and crunchy on the outside whatever and then you want. not. 
little squeeze of lemon. Not hard on the on the inside. Oh my god! Or some yuzu yuzu kosho or something like that mm. on there. Um, mm. you're going to a party in your mouth, and it's it tastes exactly like chicken. There's nothing. It's not like liver. It's not like typical organs that I think some people can be turned off by. It tastes the texture is wonderful. The taste. Well, is delicious. I actually disagree that liver, if it's prepared properly, tastes bad. I think it's in the same uh, world as the heart, except for the heart has more of a texture and the liver can be a little irony. But if you soak it in milk first, then that no, shit is totally cool. Even I, when that's my favorite thing. I always get one skewer of hearts, one skewer of livers. I'm still turned off by livers. I just don't. For me personally, I just don't. It's too, it's too irony. I'm sorry. I love them. And I'm a lover of the ironic. But that is just a little too irony for me. I'm sorry, now, that's minus 100,000. Mm -hmm. Oh, I guess it doesn't matter. You're it doesn't canceled. matter. So, yeah, <laughs> that's exactly. And I'm cutting them off aggressively. Don't worry, you're not here. There's no technical difficulties. By the way, if you're listening to this, uh, Sophia and I will be doing some more Twitch streaming in the future. So start, like, you know, sending us some questions, some stuff you want to see us talk about. Uh, because guess what? Grandpa has dialed in the settings. <laughs> and it will not be an embarrassment like the other times we have tried to go live with this shit. This will be fucking profesh, legit, and all that other stuff. Except maybe my lighting will be fucked up. The I don't last have, like, time we lights. twitched was low-key so embarrassing that it just turned us off from twitching for like... I was like actually high-key very proud of it. Because it was so bad, it was comedic. <laughs> I think it, people thought that it was a bit, but it was just us no, being it was, it was, old. Or, I mean, yeah. really you, because I wasn't trying to make that shit work. Yeah, you just left me out there to, to dry. Did, and then yeah, and you're much. like, I don't know what's wrong with him, guys. Maybe you should, like, probably harass him on Twitter. I mean, it's a classic white woman move. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Sorry about it. <laughs> oh, God. So, again, chicken hearts, try them. If so you have good. the chance, try them. Um, so, when Debbie eats it, she didn't like them, but she did chew them and swallow them. And off camera, she's like, you know, if people like I, I didn't like it. But look, if people offer you food, you don't spit it out. You know what, Debbie? Appreciate thank that. you. That's just that's more than most motherfuckers do on this show. Doing the minimum bonus. Yeah. I guess. That's and that's fine. only five points. So it's not it's a, a lot. Do the men, you know? Yeah. Do the men. Do the men bone. DTM. Uh, so the dinner begins to get a little shaky pretty quickly uh because then the dad's sort of like you know if this dude's here like i need to know what the deal is because he can't just be here to like just bang my daughter like this has to be serious shit uh so he's like asking like what's the deal with your marriage what happened there when y'all get separated it's like okay well i got married the marriage lasted six months he's like well then when did you meet jess he's like six months after that and he's like and they're like oh okay and he's like so is my daughter for real you just trying to pretend to have sex with her for the cameras is that what this whole thing is uh and they keep pressing him and he's like i want a family with her man that's Dude, what i, I gotta want say when he said that his eyebrows were overacting like crazy <laughs> i, I love that he thinks if he can make them into like a little upside down v that people are gonna take him seriously <laughs> like you fool yeah i mean it like works on the dad but god <laughs> He's like, I don't know, man. All right, I, I believe him. He's like, I trust him. So. <laughs> I trust him. You know what? I don't know if you saw his eyebrows. I could tell that that was that was legit. Um, so he's, you know, he kind of looks like an ex cop to me. Uh, he has like sort of that vibe by wearing the that dad. hat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. 
he's kind of got a tough guy thing or maybe he's like he ends up being like super sensitive uh he's like i'm actually a sociology professor uh i'm an anthropologist has he remarried since his um i don't oh yeah because i think uh there was a stepmother yeah, I wasn't they sure did if refer, that's what I saw. I just wanted yeah, to double check. I think that's who Giselle was or Gilma, uh, one of the two. But yes, so then... I think Giselle's the aunt, I thought. Oh, yeah, yeah. Gilma, I think, is the stepmother. So Debbie is kind of, you know, sees an opportunity to sort of voice her opposition because her dad's like, well, this is great. I, lo- I believe this man. He seems sincere. He wants to start a family. This isn't about fake sex. She's like, okay, so is every- anybody y'all like think this is a little too fast? Am I the only person here? Like, uh, you know, he's kind of just mad and sort of what's going on here? And that doesn't please Jess at all. Well, I got to say that there's also quite a bit of mistranslating going on. Um, I mean, after fucking Colt says... About Jess, she's the best person I ever met with his fucking lying ass eyebrows. Mm-hmm. Um, then Giselle says, oh, I want them married in my house here so I can see his eyes. And then everyone laughs, which is like clearly true, but also a joke. Right. Instead, that gets transl- mistranslated by Jess to be like, well, she wants us to get married here and like soon and blah, 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 blah. It's like. That is not at all what she just fucking said. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, in no way. Right, right, And right. then Jess, because she's getting so flustered that Debbie might fuck it up for her instead of just being chill about it, gets so flustered Ooh. that she shushes her. I'm sorry. If you shush my mom. Yo, I'm fucking you up. Mm-mm. Well, not mm-mm. like, yeah, not like You're that. You're leaving the house. You're leaving immediately. You don't fucking shush my mom. That's filed under do not go there. Mm-mm. I can shush my mom. No, do not, honestly, no, do not address my mother in any way. Don't Unless, even look at her, honestly. She's a god. You know what? Do not talk to my mother ever again. And Please I'm just, just going to send warn her flowers now. and gifts and never look her Leave in the them eye. at her doorstep. Don't and even ring the fucking bell. I don't want you to disturb her. Do not her disrupt her, piece. you sick piece of shit. She you has a the, life. Leave the offering at her fucking door and you back away. You do not show your back to the door. You you walk backwards and bow and prostrate. Prostration. To show Eyes at the respect. fucking ground. And do not show your back. Do not turn your back as you leave the offering. You, you better not. Also, she's wearing a you. robe. Do not raise your eyes. Yes, she's got nice titties. That's not something you should be worried about. Your mom has nice titties? Get the fuck out of here, Miles. You just said that, though. I'm, and I'm- sorry. I have to give her her due. <laughs> <laughs> she's wearing a robe. <laughs> I mean, uh, is, does your I like- mom love robes? My mom's all about robes. My mom, it depends. You know, she likes to be in her garden. So she'll rock like an old promo t-shirt, you know, and she's got the full fucking sun shields up. You know what I mean? Like she's my ready mom to- totally has old work t-shirts that are all like yeah. computer jokes that I don't get. They're like, Java like- this. I'm like, what? She has like, the you know, the, the Western film Young Guns. Oh, yes. Yeah. Big Young like Guns that, fan. Yeah, Young Guns 2, the sequel, she'll have like that like promo t-shirt from when that shit came out. 
Fuck you know, yes. You know, she has a fucking promo hat from the movie Serafina with Whoopi Goldberg. Can I <laughs> like, trade some of my clothes for your mom's shit? Because that's yo, you got to see. Yeah, because she's like a movie because she has all this. Man, we used to have. I used to have a wild throwback T-shirts that like I would wear and like low key no one would think we're cool. Uh, but at the time I'm like, this is a fucking OG Bill and Ted's excellent adventure. High key, I am into that. Like low key though, like it's pretty cool. <laughs> So, yeah, the the back and forth goes on. There's hands being waved in the faces. The whole in thing is starting to faces of a mother. Yeah. There's multiple instances of shushing. She says, multiple fuck you. Multiple instances. Woo! She no, says, you fuck you to Debbie. No, you Jebby, did not. Jebby is in jeopardy now. You're putting Jeopard, you're putting Jebby in jeopardy now. Don't put Jebby at risk. And that's what's happening. And even everybody at the table was like, ooh, 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 easy, easy, Jess. They were like, we love Tranquila. you, but we straight up cannot. Tranquila. That's mm. what they got to tell her. Just calm it the fuck down, please. Don't, don't curse at this old woman like that. She's old. She doesn't know what time it is. She might have died from eating that chicken heart, for all we know. And like, if someone's worried about you marrying their son too quickly, um, telling them fuck you isn't a great way to make them feel more secure about it. According to you. <laughs> Uh, is, it's just like wild to me sometimes that Jess is so bad at really basic things, but then she yeah. expects them from other people. She was like mad with that Debbie was rude to her when Debbie was really tired and she's like an older woman who needed her sleep. Yeah. But then at the same time, she doesn't understand why you shouldn't just like graphically talk about fucking her son in front of her. I'm telling. Fuck her. She sucks. <laughs> <laughs> fuck her. And I said. She's been coming after Debbie from the jump, though. From and I was like, I this is her tactic. I think she just instinctively is just there to scare her off. She doesn't realize, she doesn't understand the context of like this is this person's mother. She's like, this woman is in the way. I'm gonna fucking box her the fuck out. That's like what her whole tactic has been. Like she's always like, whatever. Yeah, I fucking and what she's treating him like some like ex that's there. Um, and in a way, like, you know, kind of, there's, there's, there's weird, but whatever. So the next morning. This is what I think happened. Okay. I think Larissa, deep, like, dark phoenixed this whole situation. And if you're listening and you've not heard us mention dark phoenixing mm-hmm. before, Miles, you do the sound of Oh, my God. Dark phoenix is oh, um, from the... Um, x-men basically when Thank jean you. gray you know mm-hmm. goes um all mm-hmm. to the dark side she becomes dark phoenix and basically she can manipulate your surroundings the most powerful mutant the most powerful mutant the most powerful thank mutant. you she is she is omnipotent so what we're saying right here is basically she's world dark- building yeah she's world building and this is the kind of domination you get when someone dark phoenix is you and right. Do you want to take it, Miles? No, I'm just saying. I well, see, I don't know. I I guess I didn't know that theory, so I can't finish your theory for you. But I understand what you're saying is she's manipulated just to the point where Jess is looking at these things through these VR goggles that have been programmed by Larissa, and she's now being like, "What pro? What is this? Where am I?" She sowed the seeds of dissent yeah. by being like, "FYI, Debbie is evil." Mm-hmm. Once you say that Debbie's evil and she's going to try to destroy you and drive you apart and she loves Colt too much, then anytime Debbie says anything, you're going to react with like a yeah, lot okay. of animosity. So I feel like 
Okay. Great job to Larissa for. Um, okay, so you know. you're a, a Larissa Dark Phoenix truther. Uh, I am. Is your stance? I. True. I think Jess. This is. I think she's just. She's like just pure energy. Like she's just like. She's going off of like her evolutionary instincts to just chase off this like male that or the this this other female that's an obstacle. I don't know. <laughs> We'll see. Because either way, I think the outcome is going to be the same. Um, okay, before we wrap this couple up, let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. Geico knows there are many reasons why you ride. From the exciting adventure of the daily commute to the peace of mind that Geico always has your back with 24-7 access to claim service and legendary customer service. But Pamela Mund had one reason in particular. My skin is extremely averse to most fabrics, except for the soft, buttery feeling of leather. Thankfully, I found my clan of leather lovers in the biking community. It's been life-changing. Geico Motorcycle. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. To show you how easy it is to file a claim with GEICO, we hired a soap opera star. Gracious me, my car has storm damage and I've had to file a claim. Could it possibly get worse? Will my claims team leave me for someone else? Someone less intense? Um, no. Actually, when you file a claim with GEICO, you get your own dedicated claims team who promises to stay with you throughout the process. Oh, I've never known such loyalty. I can't wait for the second season. Geico, great service without all the drama. America's so fucking tight. And we're back. So the next morning, you know, the, uh, Debbie and Colt, they got kind of got to talk. And she's telling Colt, like, look, I just don't like Jess. You know, basically, that's what's up here. Um, and you need to look out for these, like, red flags. I think you're seeing these signs. I mean, look, have you seen this kind of thing from her before? Is she always this angry? She's kind of doing her thing to fucking stir the pot, too. And she was just straight up like, hey, you noticed that when she got drunk, she got pretty aggressive, right? Yeah. Which it's like, honestly, she did. But I don't think it has anything to do with the alcohol. <laughs> yeah. I think that that's just like her personality. And she was like, now that I feel I'm with my family, I feel really comfortable to fuck you up, Debbie. And I yeah. think that's what she tried to do. Yeah. And she sort of also ra- raises the very valid point of like, yeah, also, she's like, wow, disrespectful to your mother. Like, so please consider that because that's like, what the fuck is that? And he's kind of checked the fuck out. Like, he's like, yeah, okay, yeah, for sure. Like, I think uh, he's still drunk from the night before. Yeah. He's acting like he has a hangover. I'm like, no, motherfucker, you're still drunk. I've seen that face in the mirror before. Yeah. You know, and also the way his hair looks, it's like he is. We don't give a fuck hair right there. Uh, back when I used to have hair, I used to have that hair all the time. So the, <laughs> later on, he goes on a nice little beach walk with his boo, his lady, his hyena, his ruka, and he's just like, you know, she got her little Genshina. outfit on, yeah, uh, kanojo, and he's got, he's like, yeah, let me just get my outfit on too. He takes button busting shirt, takes the pants off. He's rocking the speedo, looking real good. You know what I mean? Um, really, uh, was checking out the bulge, you know, because everybody said he was packing. Nah, uh, he wasn't. You know what? He's a grower. But it's That's also what we cold. Do. Petty. Like That's... I don't expect the outline to yeah. be anything unless you're hard. You'll never know. We've talked about. Jaquise I talked about. I have talked about this on our last private parts unknown episode. People can't expect shit just right off the bat that's not how it works i think people yeah that's what i say and even though i i, I say look yeah we never know uh you i believe in uh, growers because you know not everybody uh, you can tell 
uh, through the pants or even when they're naked, what it actually is going to be like. So I just want to say that for everybody out there, that's my stance is that growers, um, you never know. They could be really surprised you, even if you're crying um, at the we're, time. We're a pro grower program in many yes. ways, more than one. And sometimes I just also want to say sometimes it can grow past like what it normally is like, even though it may look like that right now. I'm just telling you, like, that's sort of like it's phase one. So give me like 15 minutes. We're pro growing when it involves dicks and weed. Boom. That's the standard of this program. Uh, And the economy. You know, honestly, it's all about growth, guys. And that has been our We do not um, believe in trickle down economics. Just wanted to drop that. Unless it's like pee porn. <laughs> yeah, we don't shame, kink shame. No, no kink shame. Whatever you fucking you into do. it, we don't care. Do what you got to do. As long as y'all consent and adults, do what you got to do. Uh, so the beach walk. He kind of starts sheepishly bringing up to Jess. He's like, yeah, so, you know, you're kind of like out of pocket last night with my mom. That was kind of wild. Like, sort of kind of like ripped her fucking head off in front of everyone. <laughs> um Oh, uh, that's just, uh, maybe hopefully you can't do, do that so much. I don't know. But also like, motherfucker, you're the one who put your mom in a cab and you were like, yeah. bye. Also, and right after check- you were like, I do feel bad, but not that bad. Cause tonight is not about my mom. It's about us. It's about me fucking. So let's be honest here. She's just here mm-hmm. to hear it from the, through the wall of the next room over that we're in. <laughs> so that's what that, that's what that's about. <laughs> And then also, honestly, like, I don't care if you wear a Speedo, whatever, that's on you. But, like, you can get one that fits you. He just didn't look comfortable to me. The design, I'm, the graphic, I was mad at. It had no, there's no swag to that. Go with this, the black, you know, the solid black. But I don't you know even, I mean? like, care about the color. I just feel like a lot of times, I think, because what? we're shamed by society for, like, a, the size that we are, we're like, oh, no, let me get the size smaller. And it's like, actually, just get a size that fits you. That looks great. And Did you think that was too small for him? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was too baggy for him. He was like wearing out on like the way bottom of his body. Like it was about to slip off. I don't think that's how it's supposed to look. I thought he had no butt. He had no butt in bikini. It was too just, you know, it was like a little bit little. You know what I mean? I thought he Mm. needed. Or I don't know. I felt like he had a lot up top. Like he because it looked all he, he had a lot to work with in the front. Maybe what we're realizing is that there's not a lot enough variety in men's bathing suits to accommodate all body types because yeah, his body type was wear... clearly not benefiting from his bathing suit. Can I wear the the like uh, Phelps, um, like a professional swimmer? Is that standard? What's standard? Like, well, how high does it go up your stomach? You let you us mean know. Like standard a speedo? speedo. Yeah, like if you're in Europe. When I grew was growing up in Odessa. Um, that's the kind of bathing suit most dudes had. Okay, good. So I'm going to go based off of that memory and apply that to now. And what did that look like? I mean, it was like Speedos. I don't think they were very high cut on Mm. top. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. I think they were kind of like straight across on the thighs on the dudes. Either way, all I'm saying is you didn't like the fit. I didn't like the print. I didn't like the print. Could we are be- both some petty bitches. Yeah, sorry. And I'm sorry to that bolt. Now, Jess really got caught out with a little bit of faulty logic because she's sort of like, as he's admonishing her for her behavior the night before, you know, she's like, stop being like a baby boy. Look at you. Like your mom runs your life, little baby boy. And he's like, don't disrespect me. I'm man. I'm 
Me not baby. Me man. So she says, you continue baby boy. No. <laughs> me boy. Me big me big man. Me not baby. Me man. So fuck you. Lady. Uh, whatever. <laughs> and so she starts saying, like, yeah, okay, so you're little mama's boy. And he's like, okay, well, you're a daddy's girl. He's like, he has to sign off on the dick, too. So what you talking about? You had to bring me by to, like, get, a, I had to get assessed. And she's like, well, that's different, though. And he's like, but if you're, okay, well, if your dad was sick, would you help him? She says, yes. And then he's like, if he needed to stay with you because he, like, had nowhere to go and he needed, She's trying like, to clown help. him for living with his mom. Yeah. And he was And like, he's like, you wouldn't do that for your, you wouldn't take in your own father? And she, like, realizes she has to say yes to that because she understands, like, what he's getting at. And she's like. But it's different. Okay, <laughs> sit the fuck down, Jess. Sit the fuck down. Please. But also, um, she was like mad that Colt didn't defend her the night before when she was going ham on his mom. I'm like, what are you no. talking about? You will lose. And then she was saying like, I'm an independent woman. Well, if you're so independent, why the fuck did you need Colt to defend you in the house of your family when everyone's on your side? And the only two people who don't speak the language are Colton his yeah. mom. What Dude. are you even talking about? And Debbie, she got power over him. They don't realize it. it you may have the have him dick hypnotized or whatever. Dickmatized. But in the octagon, when you step in with Debbie, she's undefeated right now. She's undefeated. So if you want to step, based on her track record, uh, when the bell rings, you you lose. Because at the yeah, this man really does like you know he really does care about his mom like deep whatever how healthy or unhealthy that is like he does care about her so it will take a lot like it would take someone with some ex very exceptional dark phoenix powers to be able to get Colt to like fully step away from his mother. That's why she's too aggressive with it. If she was really trying to dupe Debbie into liking her and getting Colt to like. It's a subtle art to flip somebody. Yeah, you got to get in good and be like, oh, mom, what's wrong, mom? It's like, it's great. Like, she calls you mom and stuff. And then you fucking turn the heat up and it's too late, Debbie. It's too late, Debbie. You want to go You want to go check out the Grand Canyon, Debbie? I just got my helicopter pilot's license, Debbie. Just you and me, Debbie. No, don't tell Colt, Debbie. We're going to have a picnic <laughs> on the canyon floor, Debbie. Leave your cell phone, Debbie. I don't want, I don't want him pinging on no towers, Debbie. Oh, Colt doesn't know. Colt doesn't know I got a pilot's license, Debbie. He thinks I'm going to Ross Dress for Less, Debbie. And he knows I take a minute there because I like to get in arguments with the customer service desk because I say it was damaged even though I wore it a few times and I have no receipt, Debbie. Oh, my God. I miss Ross so much. I know. We all do. Huh? It's kind of my happy place. So, anyway, we'll see what Amongst happens. the savings. Okay, let's quickly get through. Uh, oh shit, we still got three more. <laughs> wow, look how much. Look how much we got to devote to this. Okay, the next one will be quick because I don't like Angela Michael. I'm actually don't. I think we just criticize her behavior at the market first and foremost. I'm a, that's all and we'll then we do. We can keep it moving. Honestly. I'm against. I'm just against them watching them. I don't care. I don't. I think we. This is like a common refrain. I don't care anymore. I also don't know how many times I can watch. That woman scream, I'm not a Nigerian, I'm not a Nigerian woman. Yeah. Before I'm, American, I'm like, Michael. I'm going to fucking kill myself. This is not um, good. 
fucking American Michael. Now hand me my hand me a lighter so I can smoke this Benson and Hedges 100 menthol. Ah! I like them because they're longer. They last longer. And I don't like American spirits. They're just weird and they last too long. So, yeah, the market. She just says the worst shit. She's just like, I ain't coming to Nigeria to be a cooker. Yeah. Like, bitch, it's cook. First of all. Uh huh. Well, to you it is. She's just like. She ain't no cooker, though, okay? She's got the attitude of fucking Paula Dean without knowing how to cook. And. Yeah. Nope. But just as racist. So she is really yeah. weirded out by that market where she's just like, again, it's because it's a, like an actual farmer's market where people are bringing things and just being like, how much do you need? I'll weigh it out. There it is. Go home and cook it. She's freaking out about the rice because it's not in a bag. And she's like, can you get some rice from like the middle of the pile? It doesn't. First of all, do you know how you cook? Right? You fucking boil it. What are you talking There's about? There's so- no way for rice to get contaminated if if you cook it. What are you even talking about? You and wash the it, other you thing cook that it. drives me so fucking crazy and that thing is she's like, "Oh, I miss supermarkets." What does she miss about them? She says, "I miss the processed and the packaged foods." She doesn't realize yeah. what she's eating at home is way worse than the food that's actually just been brought to market for the people that grew it. I have to save my energy for this stupid, ignorant woman. I Um, can't. And I'm just going to have to own the one. The only thing I just have to point out is when she thought she said, oh, I'm going to get malaria from being around that goat meat. Do you fucking know what malaria is, you dumb bitch? Get the fuck. That's a mosquito fucking carry disease. Whatever. Okay. Whatever they have. Honestly, dinner. I wish she would get malaria. Oh my god. Oh my god. Get her. No, you know what? Cause then mom No Mama, what's her name? Mima. Mima. Then Mima wouldn't have anyone to take care of her. So I take that back. But Mima's already dead, remember? All right, then never mind. Fuck oh it. Oh my god, savage. And we're gonna leave that there. I'm already canceled. I just, the you whole know thing it. is th- then they have dinner, whatever. I'm no, just no, so- no, no. We can't get past the fact that when she saw a goat head, whatever. she almost threw up. She thought she was in the movie Saw or some shit. Yeah, Stop. She puking Is that out the car. goat your fucking mom or wife? I got malaria. What? <laughs> I got Stop. malaria. <laughs> and then when he was trying to get tomatoes for the stew sauce, she was like, tomatoes too, Michael. That's too much, Michael. I can't do it, Michael. Michael, He's like, I'm not uh, cooking, I need Michael. meat for the stew. She's like, I'm throwing up, Michael. Michael, who the fuck is stew? Is that one of your bitches, Michael? <laughs> you don't tell me stew was a woman and that she was going to be here. Oh, Michael. Oh, I can't handle you, Michael. Oh, my God. Whatever. I'm not Nigerian, Michael. You tell me if the stew is a woman. Do you, oh, you want to talk about the dinner? I just can't. Whatever. It's stupid. It's the same thing where two cultures are clashing again, where she's like, I'm not cooking because I'm not Nigerian. And where I come from, I'll just buy food. You're not going to make me cook and clean and do all that. And he's like, well, I can't be in here cooking. The mom, when she gets there, she, Angela thinks that his mom, when she gets there and his aunt are going to be like, oh, yes, Queen Slay, have that man work in the kitchen. When they're sort of like shocked they're like what is he doing no she doesn't think that at all she is doing it because she straight up wants to humiliate him in like a weird power move she's like i want your mama to see you cook a michael 
No, and I know, but I'm saying it's not that wild. there is that. And I also thinks that I think she also thinks that she'll get a kick out of it rather than being like aghast by it. Or because she was very politely like this meant. And it's not I even sort of being like, oh, thought good for that you. she was going to like she thought, yes, mom is going to be aghast. But that's what I'm doing to shock them into knowing that, like, I'm not going to live the Nigerian wife lifestyle. Sure, That's sure. what I think she mm. was like trying to do on purpose to be a fucking bitch. Got it. The way again, the food was unacceptable. They have pizza. Great. <laughs> Moving on. They're fucking. They're doomed as a couple. Uh, Asuelu and Kelani. Also this is terrible. Whatever. Who gives a shit? I want you to be my bus driver. Is his idea of flirting? Yeah. Because she's I lo- like, oh, I love can you hair. not throw me under? Oh, she's so hot. I love her hair. She's her, so hot. Every, she's I so love her hot face. I love her everything. Her smile. Her I don't know eyelashes. what it was. Why is she I, so gorgeous? What happened? What happened? She's like the new Tiffany, don't you I think? I think we all lo- I think we liked we actually lo- when when she first came on, we definitely we, we loved all, her. We all we were vibing. It's but just it felt something... weird to objectify her like this when she was pregnant. Yes. But now that she's just breastfeeding, I think it's okay. <laughs> Now we're just objectifying this breastfeeding mother. Normalize sexualizing. I just want to give a compliment to her hair. Uh, I just want to, I could watch a live feed of it blowing in the wind. Uh I want her to do the thing where, like, she leans over and brushes me from my head to my toes with her whole hair. Oh. Or, like, you could hold the ponytail and just feel like how dense. That shit is. Like, I don't want to hold it. I just want to feel the looseness. All oh, over I want to feel it. I just want to be like, oh my goodness. It's like, why is she so fine? Steel. She's so fine though. Is that what happened? Like, yeah, this is, we both like, we're getting in like, like quarantine horniness. We're like, yeah, man. We started quarantine pretty hardcore. Pretty horny. horny. Yeah. And then we kind of, in the most. middle, we were like, hold up a second. Social justice. And now we're like, you know what? That and being horny. You can be horny still. I'm you got to be horny for the sake of while the, fighting for for the what's sake right. of humanity. You have to we have to procreate in Keep order it to horny. to put more people on this earth that will do right. Uh, so yeah, they're just you know he apologizes whatever she like accepts his apology really, and she's like whatever he's bad at everything including yeah. apologizing. He's but, a fucking baby man. I know it's and I get why like she gets so disarmed because when he apologizes he turns into like a literal widow baby like when the way he'll just like become even smaller and he disarms her by like like making her laugh by saying wild shit like I will not throw you under a bus now and forever I want you to be my bus driver. She's like I cannot laugh at that shit and then she's like suddenly likes him again and I'm like no please. Oswayla, just just so you know, just please don't throw me under the bus anymore. It really undermines what I'm trying to do, and I hope you'll do that. And, he, and he's like, "Yes, I'll show you." And she's like, "Yes, show me. Don't just tell me. Show me. Don't throw me under the bus." Cut to him throwing her under the bus when they go on that Skype call with his mom and sister. So the whole thing is like he's still he's simmering trash. from the thing because the Samoa trip was canceled. So he said, "Look, I got my I got two half sisters and my mom there in Washington." Or one of the sisters up there with my mom in Washington. So let's go up there. At least I can see some of my family and they can see the kids. And she's like, all right, great. So let's tell them on the Skype call. Yo, his mom is a trip. Um, she is such a trip. Wow. I didn't know what part to react to. Because she I, was like, I, how are you? Uh, I'm lazy in America. All I do is eat and sleep. And I'm ready to die. 
and wait also, to die. Also, I've been praying for you. All yeah. I want is for, to see my grandbabies again and for also, you to be happy. Damn. If I was in Samoa, I could weave some fine mats. I'm like, fuck. But I can't now. So also, do you have $1,000 for me? Yeah. I was like, this bitch is working on like six different levels. I cannot She's got keep it all. up. I Holy love it. Shit. She's so entertaining. Like I want to, I want to see a whole show with her. Like I want to see her in the tell-all. Like I know she's gonna come with. She's some takes. gonna come in the tell-all, but you do not want her to get her own show. And then his sister, yo, his sister was her looks were. She was like threading the needle between classic beauty and like warrior goddess. She had like such a presence to her. Like she had an Athena vibe. Did you not think that? Oh, yeah. Like, it's very, it was mythic. It was, it was like very, hunter goddess, straight up. Yeah, because it was like power, grace, beauty. I don't know. Again, I was I just horny this whole time I was watching. I'm like, yes, please, command me. Command you me, Lord. You love this whole family, man. <laughs> and she was also like, yeah, man, where's the money at? Where's your mom's money at? And it's like doing like the fucking like hand money gesture symbol. Like, Why is it sexy when she demands money from me? That's weird. Because you want to get fin domed for. Uh, yeah, I was just going to say. Why you know she, I, mean? I want her to fin dom me. Dude. Fin dom me. Won't you just fin dom me? Oh, man. <laughs> What's that one? Um, that Tom Petty song? And this I won't fin down. Uh, anyway. <laughs> so get fin domed mm. by her. Uh, and we'll see, but so then the bus throwing happens when they're asking about all the money, like, Hey, I want a thousand. He's like, well, look, I got to pay bills. And then he's like, also like, I don't think Kalani's going to be down with me sending all this money on the and call like, to them. Are you what fucking kidding fuck? me? And she just gets up and leaves, which I loved. Yeah. This is bullshit. So whatever, full Bye. Okay. Next. He's already, he's done been canceled. So fuck him. Now let's go all the way to Louisville. Okay. Louisville, Louisville me paul snow a ton of jeans down to paul i got my dogs okay surprise surprise i got two dogs that i've been boarding at a care facility so yeah basically i am taking better care of my animals than i am my family okay they i can actually pay for those animals to have a roof over their head and sheltered and to be fed my family that's another story uh because this ain't ton of jeans but his dogs um you know those when the, that german shepherd i think they're both shepherds when those hips start to go is he going to be ready for those vet bills too? They kind of also weren't they like too slick to be shepherds? I thought they were like uh like one of them was definitely a shepherd. The other seemed like a shepherd mix. Yeah, that's um, what I thought too. I gotta say, I don't trust German shepherds. They are Nazi. Nazi oh, they're Nazi but they're really dogs. nice dogs. I know you got to look past that. You know, shout out to my uncle who like bought. He had like a German shepherd because he's like, I will like. I will tame like these racist dogs. And then he has these Alapoha bloodhounds that were like slave hunting dogs. As a black man, he was just like, and now this is my dog. I mean, uh, I like him reclaiming those dogs. But personally, when I see them, all I can think of is I'm like, you would f- yeah. fucking sold Dan Frank out. Right. <laughs> I don't fuck with you. You sold Dan I Frank out. I don't fuck with you. Well, yeah, they have. But the thing is, they get terrible, terrible hip issues uh, later on in life. And so do really, Labradors and shit. Yeah. But it's like to the point where like you got to know that when you have a German Shepherd that it's very likely. And it sucks sometimes because then you got a little, little wheelchair and stuff. 
But anyway, so Paul, he's got his dogs. He's got a new trailer. I got a vacant trailer to get Karini in there. I got to buy five mini homes and you save 500 <laughs> a month on a five-month lease with $5 down, Karini. But it has to be in the fifth month on the fifth day, Cinco de Mayo, Ohio, okay? And But we're not in Ohio. We're in Kentucky. That's an adjacent state. So it's a studio apartment. And I'm going to manually install some air conditioners that I almost fucking drop out the fucking window. I forgot the shits are heavy because I'm completely, I don't even think about anything, man. It's not even that. It's that he's like, oh, to make the accordion part expand, I got to loosen this. And the second he loosens it, obviously, <laughs> oh, it's going to fall back. So it was, it was delightful to watch him fail this, at that. Bam. I got to clean this refrigerator. Uh, this is stinky motherfucker or whatever the fuck he said. This motherfucker put on a mask to clean the fridge. Yeah, I mean, he wore a condom to swim in a river. So, <laughs> I mean. <laughs> this motherfucker is too precious about his damn body. They were, yeah, that's right. They were trying to get pregnant. I was like, this dude put a condom on the river, but he don't fuck with a condom. But they they, they had made a choice to have a child. Mm. Um, Did that they? Was, it wasn't accidental, was it? Because, yeah, remember they I think were. it was. It was accidental? I think it was. Ah, God. I'm sure we're going to get some angry letters yeah. about this if we're wrong. Well, whatever by it letters, is. But I either mean, way. <laughs> tweets. I, I wish there were letters. God damn. I oh, miss a pen pal. I love some and you're like, mail. Here's a sticker from the family restaurant I went to. And it's like Caro's. And they're like, we have Caro's in my state, too. I'm like, oh, all right. Fuck you, then, fool. <laughs> Fucking dumbass pen pal ass bitch. Fucking dumbass. <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck you, Trent. I'm sorry. Who's sending Carol's stickers to each other? <laughs> I sent it because I thought it would be cool, like a regional thing. Like, hi, I'm from California. You're in Arizona. This is what this is from this place. That's a gift to you. Oh my god, that's a terrible gift. <laughs> You're fucked up. For even coming at me like Dude, this. Dude, if I send it was you an Applebee's sticker, you can straight up unfriend six, me. I was motherfucker. <laughs> Yo, I'm glad I didn't meet you then because you were a dumb bitch. <laughs> I'm, honestly, I'm hitting you on Venmo for my therapy bill for this next week. Fuck out of here. Yeah, you can fucking count on that shit. It's coming straight to your fucking door. I thought it was a nice idea, fool, because I couldn't put a, a baseball yeah, card yeah, with yeah. a crease. Okay, put up. me down on the list for a Sizzler sticker, okay? Sizzlers, I don't, the one buy me closed, <laughs> tragically. Oh, that's too bad. <laughs> I never got to go to Sizzler really anyway with my family. So, sorry about Caros. it. <laughs> oh, you got Caros in Arizona, you fuck. <laughs> Or you've already been to care, whatever the fuck you said back. Why the fuck did you even write that in your letter, asshole? <laughs> fucking reply guy from the fucking 1992 and shit. I'm um, so actually, pro this guy. <laughs> What's his name? Nah, fuck that guy. I'm not going to dox I wanna him. I want to give him a shout out on, on the podcast. Fuck that. <laughs> Stupid. He didn't even I'm send anything call him back. Mr. Caros. And look, Mr. Caros. He was Caros, selfish. He I was selfish. And shame on my teacher for even agreeing to do pen pal exchange with that fucking fucked up class in Arizona. <laughs> it's a good 
yo, you're starting to piss me off. It was a good idea. It's something they could put <laughs> on a fucking binder or some shit. I would be embarrassed to put a Caro sticker on my binder. I didn't have income. I couldn't go buy the shit that I wanted to send. And my good stickers, I'm going to be real. I had to keep those for myself. Yeah, I don't there know you this go. You were selfish. And that's why you lost the pen pal. He's not going to appreciate a fucking uh, Japanese sticker. If you were trying to send me some corporate fucking branding shit, that's how I'd know we weren't friends. He wasn't hip enough to be like, well, this is from a chain restaurant. It was just more like, oh, yeah, we have Karo's. Like, just shut the fuck up. He's right either way, though. (laughs) That Karo's sticker I hope you lose all your fucking baseball games, ho. (laughs) Fucking take that to the bank. And I wanted to write that. Is that like a specific anti-Diamondbacks fucking slam? No, I don't care enough about that. But that's his stupid ass little league team that he was talking about. His season was gonna start. I said, "Good luck." You're I said, "Good luck, curse. like a punk." I said, "Good luck, like a punk ass motherfucker." You're trying to curse his little league team from the past. Honestly, I'll get all fucking time travel to go fuck that kid up at his little league game, and not like violently, but like getting his head. Like I'm gonna talk shit at that game, and his dad will probably try and fight me. I'm like, hey, look at Trent's little bitch ass. <laughs> Just throw it. He can't even hit. So his name's Trent. That's all I'm going to give you. Shout out, Trent. No, fuck. No, not shout out. Opposite. <laughs> shout out, Trent from Arizona. Mute out. Diamondbacks rule. I don't know. Honestly, that's a risk saying right. shout out Trent from Arizona. You don't know. You don't know who that could be. <laughs> Honestly, that's actually probably going to cause me a lot of trouble. Yeah, it probably is. That's why I have to go time travel. I mean, like, <laughs> look, you fucking idiot. The fuck is wrong with you? You know how to respond when someone sends you something? You give something back. Because that's a very Japanese thing to do. You're like, oh, here's a little something. It's nothing, but it's something. <laughs> oh, my God. This anyway. is perfect, honestly. Uh, so, Paul and Karini move into a little house. She's happy. <laughs> thanks for getting the show back on track look he uses pillows for curtains she's happy done i was fucking six or seven okay (laughs) we don't need to go back there i don't have an inventory of disposable gift items you already said that you save the best stickers for yourself stickers plural it would have killed you to send a nice sticker to your new pen pal you want to know why because ones i have from japan kids would not know what they were and they would be like oh or is it they didn't give them a chance Stop defending this. Trying to make ev- stop trying to make everyone into Caro's ass bitch. You can't do that. I wasn't trying. See, you're being disingenuous, and that's why I'm not gonna be slandered. <laughs> I'm gonna let I'm not gonna let your adult ass slander my young self. I'm sorry, Mr. TJI Fridays. Let's wrap this part up. Let's go to <laughs> Whatever. You got any fucking reviews or some shit? DMs. <laughs> Yeah, we got some reviews. Yeah, good. Read them. Despite your behavior right now. My behavior? My behavior? I was a child. <laughs> All right, listen. How you selfish dare you? little fuck. Listen. How dare you? I think you know how, how I dare. dare you? Is all I have to say. Listen, ho. This review is by LizKel302. The review's titled, Who Needs Friends? Question mark. Five stars. 
Mm-hmm. I love this podcast so much. Thank you. Thank you for furthering my love of this trash television show. I can't even get my friends to watch. It's so I'm so grateful to have 420 Day Fiance. I've successfully forced it on my boyfriend who actually introduced me to the podcast, but he always falls asleep halfway through. So I'm left screaming at Andre by myself. Mm-hmm. Now I get to laugh at, at this at these K1 shenanigans with Miles and Sophia. Hey, that's a great review. Liz Kel, thank you. Thank you. Um, also, Liz Kel, write in. I, 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 I look, I didn't have a lot of options to <laughs> give this your, kid something. Shut your fa- face. I just defend the idea as <laughs> a, just a small face. token. We have another review from Morris 11. Morris 11, yes. Six exclamation points. Five okay, stars. Okay, good. I like that you can't the explanation. 90-day gaze brought me here, and I'm so glad it did. I love 420 slash 90-day fiancé and you too. The show has a great flow, and the hosts are very easy to listen to. Awesome! Exclamation point. Aw, oh, thank All you. Right. Shout out 90-day gaze. Yes, thank you so much for um, telling The other number one us. podcast about 90-day <laughs> fiancé. We are also the number one podcast about 90 Day Fiance. I just want to put that on the record. I appreciate um, you, my honor. And that's just a state of mind, my honor. Um, that's why I'm not here to like sort of say that it's measurably the number one thing. And again, and I mean that to say, how do we even measure? What are measurements? And by what standard What's are we even, even creating great, these you know? measurements? Exactly. Who says? So I'm here to challenge the very notion that we could measure something, that we could measure the human spirit, perhaps. And Amen. that is what I am here to say, my honor. That... As a young child offering another young child a sticker okay, from a restaurant okay. still this is counts is as a token of appreciation and friendship and should j- not be met j- with derision j- or flippant remarks. Weird, but okay. I like the provocative title. Oh, hell yeah. We still get five stars, so that's good. I heard about you through 90 Day Gaze. Love you too so far, regardless of the rude awakenings. I was proposed to on Valentine's Day. OMG, rude awakening. (laughs) But pretty funny. Low key, I proposed to my man on Valentine's Day. But not because it was Valentine's Day. So you know what? We all have our flaws. Because then why was it? Because it's the first fucking time that I had a chance to propose to him since I was carrying around the rings since before New Year's. Oh, okay. All right. Okay, last review. I guess you win that round. This one is from Wishing Star 56. It's called Can't Stop Laughing, five stars. Sophia, mommy and daddy are back. We weren't fighting. Miles, <laughs> meow. <laughs> And then it's three, <laughs> it's three laughing cat faces. <laughs> so that's a meow to our fans. Thank oh, you meow. so much. Please leave a review if you want us to know that you love us. And if you want us to read it on air. Yeah. Thank you. Meow. Meow. Yeah. Cause we will do the live stream. Uh, Twitch.tv slash 420 day fiance is where you catch that. Um, and we'll probably announce that relatively soon. Cause I think. We want to kind of do something else to give more, give people more just stupid shit to look at. Um, and give look, some extra joy. Yeah. And also we're at 420 Day Fiance on Twitter and Instagram. That's where you can find us with the social medias. Uh, and yeah, just so you know, 420 Day Fiance is a p- production. 
I stuttered there because <laughs> I get so excited about that uh, of iHeartRadio. So for more podcasts, check out the iHeartRadio app or wherever like you get podcasts. Just use that app. Subscribe to it. Actually subscribe. Also challenge. Try and get like three more people to listen to the show, man. You know what I mean? Because like we're out here just doing this thing like low key, you know, like low key. It's a movement. But high <laughs> key is the number one podcast about 90 Day Fiance uh, <laughs> in our hearts. Um, and with that, thank you. Uh, I've been Sophia Alexander. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at the Sophia S O F I Y A, and my other podcast, Private Parts Unknown, with my co-host Courtney Kosak. Also, check out my album, Father's Day. Came out on Father's Day. It's wonderful. Thanks, and I have been Miles Gray, and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Miles of Gray. That's Gray with an A. And you can listen to me every day on my other podcast, The Daily Zeitgeist, with Jack O'Brien and various hilarious guests. All right. Well, with that, uh, take care of each other, you know, and just bless your minds. Uh, go easy on yourself. And uh, we'll see you next time. Bye. We love you. Bye. Looking to make a positive impact on the health and wellness of your community? Achieve your biggest goals with Duquesne University's School of Pharmacy. Prepared for success, our students benefit from a 99% job placement rate and a six-figure average starting salary. Choose from Bachelor, Doctor of Pharmacy, and graduate programs offered online and on campus, or transfer in. Specialize in areas such as pediatrics, acute care, or research. Visit duq.edu slash pharmacy. These days, it seems like real talk and deep conversations just aren't happening anymore. But that's about to change. Join international comedy star Russell Peters on Culturally Cancelled, the Laugh Out Loud podcast featuring candid conversations with celebrity guests. Russell keeps it real by bringing guests into his own backyard where they can really let their guard down. What a problem is, they Russell, on one you good-looking and rich. Don't nobody like you. You're well, average-looking the and rich. Okay. The money make them better-looking like anybody. Oh, damn. No, it's look true. at Lil Wayne. I'm just saying I'm using that for an example. You may even get an inside peek into life at Russell's place. It's Russell's house for you, though. Anybody knows that. I always say this. You never know who's going to be, gonna be at Russell's house. <laughs> it is. Uh, you look over, you be like, is that flow from Progressive? <laughs> <laughs> Listen to Culturally Cancelled with Russell Peters on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.